Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Continue clapping for the Lord. Clap for all the exams you have passed. Clap for all the miracles that have happened. Clap for the grade you are expecting to get. Hey! Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we're so grateful to be here tonight. I pray that, Lord, your word will come forth to us. In this last service of the semester, we want to just thank you for your graciousness. We want to thank you for your goodness towards us. We want to thank you because when we came to school at the beginning of this semester, we didn't know all the things you had in store for us, but we are grateful. Thank you for taking care of us, for your grace and your mercy towards us, oh God. We are so grateful. And tonight, as your word comes, let it be a fresh word that enters into our spirit and that lifts us up to another level. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Wow. Tell your neighbor next week by this time, I'll be eating and then tell them what you'll be having for supper at home. (laughs) Some people would have arrived at home by this time. Amen. But before the last week of school, we got to be in church and we have to just talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when you go home, I just want to give you a couple of announcements. The first one is that I don't know what other camps they'll find for you to listen to. But one of the camps I want you to listen to is Attempt Great Things. Attempt Great Things. So before you come back, I mean, I'm sure they'll put it out for you. Listen to it. Is that okay? Many of you, when you plan to go home, you're like, oh, when I get home there, Charlie, my tea free. Quiet time. I won't do, I won't talk to God. I'm going to backslide and come. Tell the look, grow up. We have stopped those things. Grow up, grow up. Make a backslide. <laughs> Hallelujah. I also want you to make sure that you have all the books all to all before you go. Amen. Oh, you mind me again. And when you are coming back, you'll be returning, God willing, on the weekend of the 13th, 14th of May. The 14th of May uh, this year is Bishop Doug's 60th birthday. Amen. And since you don't know whether it's a handkerchief he needs or boxer shorts, just come, put something in an envelope and bring it. Is that okay? By the time we put it all together, it will be something meaningful. I hope you get it. So don't say, me, I won't bring anything because I don't have. Have you ever had that feeling before? It's like you are a bit embarrassed about what you are going to put in. But I just want to say to you that whatever it is 
do it. Are you there? By the time we all put our little and much together, it will be something honorable. Is that all right? So please remember as you are coming back on the 14th. Beautiful. Well, we've been talking about how to neutralize curses. Hey, how many of you have found it an interesting series so far? Last week, I believe I spoke to you here about the curse of Adam, isn't it? The curse of Adam and how the things that were said to Adam, how it has impacted all our lives. Are you there? It has impacted our lives. By the sweat of your brow, you eat bread. We are sweating. Whether you are working in air conditioned office, you will sweat. Or you are digging a ditch outside, you will sweat. Please ask your neighbor, what's your cause? That's the sweating you have chosen. That's the sweat. And I remember last week I went through so many, just to show you how the different, different areas, everybody is sweating their own sweat. Yeah, we are all sweating. So tell your neighbor, please. It's not only you, I'm also sweating my sweat. And I started to share with you that this is one of the cases that you cannot totally overcome, but you can mitigate it. When they say you mitigate, you can lower the effects. You can bring the effect down a little. And I was sharing with you that even coming to school is one of the mitigations because that makes sure that you will not be doing the hardest of the labors. Are you seeing it? Which one is the hardest one? When the temperature is 39 degrees outside and you are now digging a... <laughs> That's where the sweat is more. Are you seeing it? The sweat is what? The sweat is more. So you choose. And I also shared how if you use some wisdom, you do something that you like. These are all ways to mitigate it. It brings down the effect of this hard work. You know. Then when I went over, because I was sharing with you that I don't have so much time. And I was only going to share with you the cases that affect us all. So that was one of them. The second one was the curse on Eve. I shared about that at Faith Secrets. And so if you've not listened to it, I'm sure it's on my podcast somewhere. I've not checked, but it should be there. And you can always catch up with that one. Amen. And tonight, I'm going to share with you the third one. The third curse. I'm saying that these are things that are there. They are already there. They are already working. And I also think I shared with you about how, how do you know something is a curse? You look for the picture. You see what picture it creates. So for example, I'm sure all of us have some family members who are divorced. That's not a picture. But when you go and look and Auntie A is divorced, Auntie B, C, D, E, F, A. Then you go and check your grandmother's generation. Grandma A, B, C, are you, are you getting it? Then you begin to say, mm, this one now is a picture. It's a picture. It's not random. It's a picture. What is wrong? Maybe there's something behind it. I hope you get the point. So when you look at a curse, it creates an unmistakable picture. The curse of Adam creates an unmistakable picture of the sweat to survive. And how when you put in a lot, what you even get for what you put in. How many of you, you went to study, you felt that the paper, no, it didn't match your studying. Uh-huh. You felt that the level of studying I put into this subject, it should have been some A star. But when the thing comes in, is a B or is a, I mean, you pass, but you feel that, no, 
And that's because part of the curse of Adam was that the, the earth, <laughs> the earth is cursed. So it's with you thorns and thistles. I mean, you are working on it, but it's giving you small things. Uh-huh. So that is the picture. Are you there? And then there's also a picture of the curse of Eve. One of the pictures of the curse of Eve, one of the pictures is the desire to marry that does not even make sense. <laughs> Why am I saying it doesn't make sense? When you are young and you are coming up, you say that you haven't experienced it, so it's okay. But you'd be surprised that there are women who are 63, 64, 70 years old, they still want to marry. And I don't know why you are now looking for somebody to go and rule over your life at that age. But the reason is that something is behind it. And you see it repeatedly and repeating itself. Are you here? So we want to look at the third case, which also applies to us. Hey. Push your neighbor and say, hey. And tell your neighbor that this one, I suggest that you fasten your seatbelt a little tighter so that you can take it yeah it's not a very easy one to swallow but be patient so that we shall paint the picture and then you see what to do about it and this one is called the curse of noah another name for it is the curse of ham and another name for it is the black man's curse ajay 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 Genesis chapter 9. Some people are annoyed with me already. Genesis chapter 9 and verse 18. Reading from verse 18. The sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah. And from them was the whole earth covered. Noah began to be a husbandman and he planted a vineyard. And he drank of the wine and was drunk, and he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon their shoulders and went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward, and they saw not their father's nakedness. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done to him and said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. Are you there? Mm. Hello? A servant of servants shall he be. Now, when the whole earth perished, we had... Noah surviving with his three sons. And from those three families, the entire earth was populated. Are you there? Ham and his four sons, including Canaan, were the ones who populated the black areas. Are you there? So, here is this young man. He comes and finds his father drunk. And instead of him to just, not just drunk, naked, drunk and sleeping. He should have just gone out and closed the door and been quiet. He rather went to tell his big brothers about it. The big brothers now decided that, look, let's just cover our father. And they didn't even want to look upon the nakedness of their father. The Bible says they took between them a a cloth and went backwards so that they wouldn't look at him. And just put it on him just to preserve his nakedness. Are you there? Some of you don't respect Christ. 
Uh, ask your neighbor, are you which type are you? Are you which of the sons are you? Are you the one who will see your father is drunk and naked and go out and say it? <laughs> now, the Bible says that when Noah woke up, he knew what had happened. How he knew, I don't know. And in response to what Ham had done, he cursed Canaan. He didn't, he didn't mention Ham in the curse, but he mentioned Canaan and the descendants of, of, of Ham are the ones who have carried with them that curse. What was the curse? The curse was that a servant of servants shall you be. Are you here? A servant of servants. By the way, he actually repeated the curse at another point. He blessed the other two. Yes. He told one of them, I believe it was Japheth, he said, you dear, your people will cover the earth. There'll be so many. Then the other one, Shem, he told him that blessed is the God of Shem. And Shem is, those are the people of the Middle East. And the Middle East is where the three major religions of the earth are from. Yeah. What are the three major religions? What are the three? Look at your faces. Uh, what? Christianity. Jesus is from the Middle East. Another one. Islam is from the Middle East. A third one. Judah is from that, you know. So, so it has come to pass like that. But he didn't have any kind words for him. And he told him that you, you will be a servant of servants. And you will serve even your brothers. Are you there? I don't have time to take you through chapter by chapter. That's why I need you to do the all to all and get the book Neutralizing the Curse. When you get it, I want you to turn to the chapter and read through and see how in every continent, it's not just Africa, in every continent and every place where the black man is, he's down. It's Africa. So don't start getting angry with me. And tell anybody that your anger cries won't change it. Uh-huh. Anger won't change it. There's something else that will change it, but it's not anger. <laughs> Are you there? If you go to uh, Brazil, Argentina, they also have blacks. Yeah, they are down. And the white is up. Hey, you are very quiet. Oh. If you cross to Asia, there are black Indians, there are black Bangladesh, they are down. The whites are up. If you go to North America, U.S. of A, the blacks are, and the whites are, hey, you, are very, you are annoyed already. Please, don't get angry. You see, your anger will not change what is going on. I'm saying it just to show you the unmistakable pattern. Are you there? Just showing you the unmistakable pattern. They say, oh, but some people have passed through and they are rich. Well, some people too have passed through the case of Adam. They are not sweating as much as everybody else is. It's also true. But it doesn't negate the case. It's still there. Do you understand? Hey. Hello. The way you are looking at me, how many minutes do I have? You see, I don't have time. I want, to, you see, I want to get to the place where I'll show you how it is affecting you. That's why I'm not taking the time to go into the different areas. Not that there are points, not there. It's there. 
at least let me give you that point in one area so that you stop looking at me as if I've woken up to come and insult you today. Ask your neighbor who is angry and why. <laughs> okay, I've just picked a random one. The story of black people in Panama. Are you there? Afro-Panamanians are excluded in the public sector. They are excluded in the educational system. And they are excluded within the workforce. Panamanian education isolates individuals of African descent, excluding them from academic content, ignoring discrimination when it occurs, and limiting educational opportunities. Meanwhile, they constitute 15% of the population. It's not small. Are you there? That means if there are 1 million people there, 150,000 are black. <laughs> UNDP reports indicate that discrimination against Afro-Panamanians is an obstacle despite their being major contributors to identity and national culture. And it, go, yeah, it goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> the story of black people in Argentina. Tens of millions of black Africans were forcibly removed from their homelands. Yeah, are you there? And they landed in the new world in Argentina. Hmm. They said they first arrived there in the 16th century. And by the late 18th, 19th century, black Africans were numerous in parts of Argentina, accounting for up to half of the population. Hmm. But what do they have? Nothing. Hey. The story of black people in Brazil. Many black Brazilians hope that their children will have white skin, so... <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> yeah, just to try and eliminate the discrimination of it. And these are things that are going on all over, all over. Amen. So tell anybody if you have just come, please take the book and read it. Okay? Yeah. Now, so, so what does it mean? How, what does it mean for us? It means that by the virtue of the fact that we are here and where we are, this case matters to us. But how? How do we see it? So let us first look at what it says, a servant of servants. What does a servant usually do? Is a servant a, lead, a good leader? Okay, is a servant a good builder? Is a servant um, what? Wealthy. Is a servant a role model? That's the servant. Okay, so now how about the servant's servant? Hmm. Tell the person that it is like a CNO. It's like the... <laughs> The under under. Are you there? Okay. Now, tonight, I have time to take you through only one thing. But I want you to listen well. And I have picked my point very carefully because I was coming to talk to you. And that is how, what this case means for leadership. What is the leadership of the servant of servants? And let us take a look and see whether we can see the pattern. 
the picture? Can we see the picture? What is the leadership of a servant of servants like? Hmm. I'm going to read a scripture, Proverbs 30, verse 21 and 22. For three things the earth is disquieted, and for four which it cannot bear. Verse 22, a servant when he reigns. It's too bad. It's too bad. So one of the things that you see is that servants of servants typically are poor leaders. It's true. Very, very poor leaders. It is the one thing you would have thought when you compare, for example, all African countries, you would think we have written notes that we are copying. You would think that <laughs> if you close your eyes and you wake up, the picture is the same next door. If you fly six hours over Africa and you land, and you open your eyes, the same thing. It's the same thing. You see? Now, it's not meant to push us down. It's meant for us to see. And I'm choosing you because you are future leaders. When you get there, after hearing this, if you like, go and do what you have seen being done. And let God deal with you. So what are some of the things that we see when we are in charge? One of the things that you see, there are lots of conferences that don't do anything. Hmm? Hmm? A lot of conferences, meetings, go to a very nice hotel, you dress up very well, you spend a lot of money, you pay, eat a lot of good food, you get a better bed to sleep in. <laughs> lots of conference materials. Lots of conference, conference materials, okay. Bonuses, sitting bonus. Certain allowance. Okay, so now conference over. What has come? What has been implemented? What has happened as a result of the conference? I don't know why you are looking in the sky and somewhere else, but what has happened? Okay. You see, you like it when we are talking to somebody else's home, but when we bring it home, you don't like it at all. <laughs> Are you there? Another sign of our kind of leadership is a lot of pomposity. <laughs> a lot of pomposity. We don't like to get our hands dirty. Mm. Are you there? Mm -hmm. So we like to sit down and then somebody will go and do the work. Yeah, because we don't get our hands dirty. You are the boss, so you sign the thing. And when you sign the thing, because you don't get your hands dirty, you don't know the real cost. And that is why if the building was supposed to have cost one million, you would have signed checks for ten. Because you don't even know. You don't even know. You are very quiet, though. Mm, mm, mm. So you have approved the thing, but Charlie, servants of servants, you don't get dirty. Mm. Another feature of this kind of leadership is a big gap between the leaders and the people they are. They are. Yeah. Hello? A big gap. The people at the top and the people, the rest. Is there a big gap? 
why are you angry with me already? What I'm saying is it true? Ah. It's a big gap. It's true. It's true. Very very big gap. Mm. It's a very big gap. And in fact, it is deliberately created. He doesn't want anybody to come close. Mm-hmm. So the boss is up there. His office is okay. It has a functioning toilet. It's air-conditioned. The rest of the building, water does not even flow. The rest of the building, water doesn't even flow. Is it, there's no tea room in the washrooms. <laughs> and because of his style of leadership, he doesn't even know. Because he doesn't even come down from his holy hill to just walk around and see what is going on in the building. You see. That's why he doesn't even know that the shuttles are not enough. Everybody has to stand. I didn't mention your name. Doesn't know. Doesn't know. Are you there? You see, you are looking at me like I'm saying something that is bad, but we are all inside. Oh. We are all inside. Yeah. The next time you go to buy something in a shop, take your receipt and take a good look. NHIS is on it. Uh, and then, Bill, VAT is, oh, VAT today, VAT is a service charge, it's on it, which keeps growing up. And then what? COVID-19 charge is on it. Tourism, so it, that's how, that's how ham leads. That's, that is the case of the black man. Because you are so, you don't even know what's going on down here. <laughs> and most of you but for the preaching tonight that's the kind of leader you are going to become yeah you distance yourself so even in the churches it's there so you see that the pastor has a beautiful car but the church is in a rented building it's in a rented place it doesn't have anything it doesn't have anything. The only kind the church belongs to the pastor. Yeah. <laughs> and so, pastor, are you trying to say that the pastor should buy cars for everybody? Stupid, stupid question. How can he buy cars for everybody? No, but I'm just showing you something. It is, it is a certain heart that is not there. Because in places where there's a heart, you know, I've watched people like Bishop Doug and Reverend Eastwood and the things they do. Yeah, the things they do. And they'll come out blessing cars, pouring oil, making it. It's like, I can't buy your car, but I can use my mouth to speak it to come to pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. When I came to Harry, I said, there was not a single car there. And I'll stand on the pulpit and I'll tell the people, I said, look, this car park, it will be full of your cars. It will be full of your cars. It will, today we have cars that fill the car park and fill the outside, you know. And when they finish filling, then I told them that, okay, I can see everybody has a you, but I'm prophesying to you, get bigger, better cars, cars you can travel. So that it's not just you sitting there. But hammock leadership does not try to pull the people up. Some of you, you are there, I have called you, and I've told you, I ask you, what course are you, what are you going to do after school? What's your next step? 
And when I look at your face and I see that you don't even know what you are doing in life, then I tell you that, listen, no, that's it. You go and do your master's, hoping that by the time you finish it, you've grown a little, your mind is also thinking small. But hammock leadership, you see, that's why you need to know the points because, or you need to know how it shows itself because then you can take a stand and change it. That when you are leading people, that the people will do well under you. Do you understand? Why do you think I wake, I wake up early in the morning to pray and send you an exam prayer? Listen, is it because I'm doing exams with you? I'm not writing an exam, no. But it's simply that I cannot teach you the course. I cannot write the paper for you. Please don't clap. Just listen with your ears. <laughs> I cannot write the paper for you. But I can say a prayer. I can say something so that, Charlie, even in your foolishness, you will not fail. Pass the exam. Come up a little. Come up a little. Don't fail it. And when you fail it, I'll console you that, listen, it's just, just rewrite, okay? Right, just rewrite. No, 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 don't cry. Dry your eyes. Who has not failed before? Dry your eyes. Let's go and do it again. Do, for what purpose? So that you come up a little. And you come up a little. And you, you too, when you get there and you are leading somebody, they should come up. Some of you in the house, when you get there, your little brother is already crying because you are coming. <clears throat> the, kind of, the kind of big brother leader that you are, or big sister leader, you are almost a witch in the house. Because you have small, small leadership powers over your, your brethren. So, and as you have come, you alone should eat the fish. You alone should get, you alone should enjoy the bed. You alone, you alone. You have already started practicing. Yeah. It starts right from SHS. That's right from there. We start to manifest our poor leadership. Hmm. Are you there? Instead of your siblings being happy that as you are coming, it means that there will be food. It means meals will be there on time. Charlie, you are coming. You help them. You organize. They are sad. Why? You are vacating this Friday. <laughs> uh, you didn't know that it will land at your door, you see. Hmm. <laughs> are you in the house? Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 14. Look at the leadership of a servant. For out of prison he cometh to reign. Whereas also he that is born in his kingdom becometh poor. There are some people when they put you there, if the people were rich because you are now the leader, they will be poor. <laughs> oh, it's true. I remember a certain country. The name of the country, it begins with one of the letters of the alphabet. <laughs> this country... I remember watching it coming down. Coming down. It used to be a very beautiful place. And because of certain things, I had to go there every year for a period of time. And every time I get there, I see that one more place is spoiled. Hmm. And I used to say to myself, when I come and I see that spot, I say, ah, blacks are in charge. Yeah. We have brought our leadership. We have brought ourselves. Hammock. The country, it had a, a functioning airline. You entered the country, everything worked. There was light. There was water. There were roads. An African country. It was working. Then, then, Ham was given rights and chance. Slowly but surely, 
One day I was coming from the place. We sat on the tarmac for three hours waiting for them to repair the plane. And I said, Lord, even when I'm sitting on the ground and I send my car for repairs and it takes three hours, we don't travel that day. But now here we are sitting in a plane. As they are repairing the plane, when we finish, we are going to fly. I said, this flight is the last day I will sit on this flight. And I remember saying that this plane is on its way out. Today, as I'm speaking, it doesn't exist. They have gone from 24-7 lights to a few hours every day of light. Oh, everything that was working. As if they could not see that before them, people like us had done that stupidity. One would have thought they would have learned from us. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. They should have come to ask us that Ghana, you two, when you got independence, everything was working. How? What happened? And it stopped working. They didn't come. So exactly the steps we took of poor leadership, that's exactly the steps they have taken. Um, are you in the church? Have you seen why I said you shouldn't be annoyed? Because what I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? Can you see it in front of you? You cannot see it in front of you. How many times did the lights go out on you this week? Okay. <clears throat> hmm. You see? And the reason is because we don't build anything. We don't maintain anything. We are just there using, 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 using. Then we'll suddenly wake up as if we don't know the thing should be maintained. Like the door to your room that you have decided that you will not change. He said, oh, after all, the university doesn't belong to me. You are a foolish boy. A silly girl. Are you not the one in the room? Are you not the one in the room? If a thief comes now, is it your whole master's things that they will steal or yours? But you see, it's, it's the mind you have. It's the mind, the mind that you have. <laughs> are you there? I'm talking about you. Because right now, what you are leading is yourself. You are not yet at the point where you are leading anybody. You are leading yourself. Look at how you are leading yourself. As you came, you entered into the room. For you plus your roommates to just decide that oh, one lock, 50 Ghana cities, less, everybody. Even if some are bringing the money, the others will be fighting. You won't pay. Are you there? You see, that's classic ham. Classic. That you are leading something, as you are leading it, you, your mind doesn't work that you should maintain the thing. Doesn't even occur to you. So you'll be there. You can see that the screw is coming out. And you know that the screw, I need to do this. We will not do it at the screw. will fall down and to be lost. Then another one will fall down and to be lost. One day you'll be there. Like some people were telling me that they couldn't come to church one day because they are done. And when they locked it and they slept, when they woke up the following morning, they couldn't open it. Most likely the problem had been coming on the way. But because you can't even lead yourself. Some of you, you cannot even lead yourself to bath every day. It's true. And do you know, do you know the favorite excuse? Do you know our favorite excuse for this poor leadership? I should tell you the favorite excuse. Favorite excuse. Oh, no resources. We don't have any money. No resources. That's our favorite excuse. Everything we say that there's no money. 
That's the favorite excuse. You are, you are quietly looking at me. I'm also looking at you. <laughs> no resources. We don't have any resources. We don't have any money. We don't have any money. It's not that you don't have any money. The case of harm is such that your mind does not work in a certain way. So it has not even occurred to you that if you did this and you did this and you did that, you can afford this thing. That's even okay to you. That's even okay. The mind just does not work like that. Yeah. Because harm, all he can do is celebrate. We're always celebrating. We like ceremonies. We like anniversaries. We like parties. We like, uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, it's a party. It's also part of the party. Are you there? Hey, you are very quiet too. You see, if I had given you the example of 6th March, you would have said, oh, our leaders are not good. That's why I'm giving you your own example. Because I don't even understand what we are celebrating on 6th March. I don't know. And this year, people said, please, don't celebrate. Because what is doing us, we are not happy. We celebrated. That's what we understand. We understand party. We understand anniversary. But to do the work, no. So if you are going to become a proper leader, are you here? You better remove that thing from your head. And say that here we are working. Mm-hmm. We are working. That's why you notice that since you came, we have not had first year anniversary, second year anniversary, third year. We haven't done some and we don't plan to do. <laughs> Just blowing money, all the money we have blown on the sixth matches, we could have built something with it. But you see, one of the, a servant of servants does not build, his mind does not go to building. Some of you, if you would, would just let your mind work, you'd have owned land by now. Because you come from somewhere where there is land and it is not yet expensive. And you are getting an allowance from your parents every month. But because of your hammock nature, it has not occurred to you. Ah, but I'm saying it. You are very quiet. Are you there? Please tell your neighbor where you come from, so that I will know. I don't mean the city you come from, I mean the village you come from. <laughs> Not the city you come from, the village you come from. Where are you from? You see, do you know the most painful part? Even as you are mentioning the name, you have never been there before. You don't even know the place. Please, since they have told you where they are from, ask, please, do you know the place? Have you been there before? <laughs> and if the person says no, tell them, look at your sheepish face. <laughs> you see, because you are, you, are making, you are making a mistake, you see. In your mind, you are saying that, oh, but me, the way I live in Accra, I won't go and live in the village. That's not what we are discussing. As you are here, you are a propertyless individual. But you are coming from somewhere. Do you know whether you can build in that place? And do you know whether if you build there, you can rent the place out? You don't know because you've not asked. 
You, see, you are there saying that, oh, land is very, very expensive. Really? Where did you go to check? Where did you go to check? You went to Edim to check. Tell <laughs> but you don't have sense. You don't have sense. <laughs> Even people who are looking for land, they don't go to Edim to look for it. <laughs> but what about the village you come from? Because many of the places that you mention, they used to be villages old. When I was a child, there was no town. There was no city called Kaswa. It was a village. It was a village. It was a village in the central region. Are you there? There was no city called Amasaman. There was no city called Domi. They were all villages. Ashoma estate, there was nothing like that. There was no estate. In fact, when I was a student in Legon, Spintex did not exist. And Archbishop Duncan Williams had gone to buy land in the middle of nowhere. That is the place that Action's headquarters is today. And when you pass it, it's like you're in the middle of a city. It was a heap of grass starting from Tetequashi roundabout, which does not exist anymore, where the interchange is and going up that way. And I remember everybody was wondering, that this man, what is wrong with him? How can you go and buy a piece of land in the middle of this mess? In the middle of the, is that not Spintex Road today? As you have refused to go and look for your village to find out whether you can buy land there. And because you have not bought land there, that's why you are chopping your money. Hmm. You see, when I start to say chopping money, then the eyes become like a lizard. <laughs> it's like, you don't like that one. Eh? But my allowance is not much. Your allowance is more than the money your father is left with after he has finished settling all bills and settling all his children. They don't believe me. Oh. You are very quiet. I also have children. And I also, we also educated our children. And by the time we finished settling all the bills and settling those three guys. <laughs> Are you in the church? Can you push your neighbor and say, you have money? <laughs> Most of you, your first taste of poverty is going to be your national service. <laughs> Are you there? So typical ham does not build anything. Typical ham is always celebrating. Typical ham is always playing. Always has toys, looking for toys. So when we become leaders, we are talking about how the curse expresses itself in leadership. So, so plain. Just plain. When you arrive, when we finish voting for you, Nope, you have arrived. You are now the leader. The first thing that they will do is to order new land cruises. Meanwhile, one land cruiser is the same price of a house. Please, you are like that too. Don't say anything. All of us are there. Just that you have not reached where they have voted for you. That's all. But you see, and that thing is the playing that we like to do. We like to play. You come even in the church, we are playing. It's true. There are churches where all that's happening is convention every day. We're just playing. Because the convention is just happiness time. Hey, you are very quiet. Many churches, when even you have a convention, no soul is even one. We are just being happy. We can wear our breast dresses. 
We can look very nice. Protocol is working. <clears throat> because we don't build anything. You see, if you were building it, there are many things you wouldn't do. Mm. It's because you are not building. That's why you have been going to a certain place I don't want to mention every week. That's why you buy all your food. 30 Ghana cities a plate per day. It's because you're not building anything. Because you're not building anything. <laughs> hey, hey, every food there must be drink by it. Hey. <laughs> it's just ham that is working on. The curse of ham, that's what's working on you. Yeah, the curse of ham. And then what? They'll deliver the food. Where you have reached, look at you, at your age, you are so lazy, born lazy. Born lazy, you cannot walk to go and get your own food. Born lazy. The food must be delivered, then you pay for that too. What? Three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and supper. And when they deliver, how much is it? What? Eight to ten cities. Eight to ten cities. So every day you are blowing a clean 20, 30 cities just on delivery boys. You are an absolute idiot. If I thought it before now, I am sure of it. I'm sure of it. 20 cities per day times six days is how many? How much? 120 times four. 480. You are just 70 cities short of this, your pay as a national serviceman. Eh, and that's what you have been giving to the delivery boy every day. Come on here, eh? Look at your face. Hey, you can't wash. Somebody must wash for you and you pay them. You can't, you have, you have no, you have, you have no, uh, uh, what should I call it? You have no responsibility apart from yourself, but you cannot wash your own things. You cannot iron your own things already. Ham has got you. Tell your neighbor, he has got you and he's got you bad. He's got you. Because all of this one is money that you are spending. Oh, mommy, it's not like that. I'm learning. Maybe your mother is buying that story. Me, I'll never buy it. No, no, no. They'll tell the mother I will lend it so that they can send them the money for the laundry. Pans <laughs> why are you insulting us like that? So that if you don't remember the message, you remember the insults. <laughs> the next time you pick your phone, you're about to call the delivery boy, then you remember that somebody said you're an idiot. The next time you're about to take your things to the laundry. You see, if you were taking your things to the laundry during exam week, I'll understand you, but some of you, the whole semester. Remember, every, you are just carrying your things there. And there are some of you, you see, you are sitting down there feeling righteous and saying, me, I don't send my things to the laundry, but your dirty things are in your room. The whole room is even stinking. That's why here. We can't even breathe when we get to you. We can't even breathe. Are you here? I'm talking to somebody who <laughs> need you to learn it and learn it well. 
Because you are going to be a leader and you need to lead properly. Are you here? It is not that we don't know how to have a good time in this church. It's just that we are building. Some of the things we don't, it's not that we don't know what good music is. It's not that. It's not that. But it is because we are determined that we would, this curse will not come upon us. So it means that wherever our members are, if we have built for the people in Kumasi, we must build for the people in Akumadan. If we have built for the people in Akumadan, we must build for the people in Yindi. Do you understand? The kind of leadership we are used to is that Accra should have roads, Accra should have light, but Yendi should not. That is what is hammock leadership. Do you understand? Hammock leadership takes care of where the leader is and leaves everybody else. The gap must be there. We don't believe it. We don't believe it. And that is why when we take offerings, we don't eat it. We don't spend it. Your offering does not come to my pocket. The fact that I have a congregation here, it does not increase my pay by even five cities. No. Whatever is my due, that's my salary, like how your father has a salary. So that everything, we put it together and we build from it. That's how we build. Do you understand? That's how we build. Knowing that half the people, they cannot build. If you put all their offering together, they can build. I mean, the whole church, the offering is 30 cities. The whole church. Not because they are keeping money. They don't have. I used to have a church under me. When we take the tithe, the tithe is in yam. <laughs> so, so if we are waiting for them to build, when? But we are saying, no, they will still have a building. They will still have. How will they have? We'll put it all together. Pay for this one. Put it all together. Build this one. Put it all together. That means we don't have the money to chop and spend. Not all. Not all, cry. Are you understanding something? Because we have a leader who said that this case, it will not catch us. Hey, it will not catch us. And that is how it works. So I'm taking my time to share it with you so that you too, you overcome this curse by knowing what it is and then taking the steps to defeat it. I, I hope you get it. You take the steps to defeat it. You make sure that, okay, so we've taken care. I'm a leader. I'm in charge of what? As a young person, what do you be in charge of? You see, it starts small. So let's say you've started working. And in your office, there's a technician. You make up your mind. If I get food, I must make sure my technician has eaten. I must make sure he has eaten. You see, when you are a, a hammock leader, eh, by now they'll be calling me to that. When you are a hammock leader, you say that, ah, after all what? He's not my responsibility. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't give birth to him. You are a lousy leader. You are a lousy leader. But if you are really a leader, you must say that by my presence here, the life of the people under me, at least as far as I can, there must be a change. As far as I can. As far as I can, there must be a change. When you arrive in the house, there must be a change because you have come. Yeah. When I say a change, I mean a positive change. You You are practicing it to be a leader. A leader who cares about other people and not just himself. You see, a servant, you see, a servant, eh? Audrey, who? He's only, look, he's only thinking about himself. <laughs> or a struggle. So he's only thinking about his struggle. Are you here? But a proper leader is thinking about everybody. 
And that is why when you go to countries that Ham is not in charge, if they have built road here, no matter where you are in the country, there are roads. It's not a money thing. It's a decision thing. What money have we not had? You have not had the debt we are in. What do you think happened to it? What do you think happened to it? Somebody chopped it. Oh. They didn't even finish what they were doing. You should see our hospitals. They wake up and they say, no money. No, you should see. You, you forgot how much you paid when you went. Uh-huh. You are forgotten. Are you there? You are forgotten. How much you pay when you get there? You just take the cost of a card times the number of people who come there every day and buy cards. But even to get a proper chair for the human being who is de- dealing with records to sit on, we don't have money. That's, that's typical. Um, that's tip- but when you put somebody there, we used to take uh, tolls on the road. If we had had a non-harm leader, the roads would have been done from those tolls. Hey, you are very quiet. Oh. Hey. Because when you come to our Bible school at Mampo, we take a toll. And that toll, nobody chops it. We use it for that road. Yeah. So you see that when the road is spoiling, is that toll no? Everybody from Bishop Dark himself right down to the will pay the toll. If you say you won't pay, park at the gate and walk. When you have walked once, you will not repeat it. <laughs> Am I talking to some people today? Are you going to be a different kind of leader? You have to start, tell your neighbor, we must start practicing now. We must start practicing now. This, you see, you may think it is a minor point, but I have to tell you that leadership is everything. As you see us in Ghana, as if we don't know, we cannot follow any rules. You should see us in another country where the rules are enforced. We have no problem. We obey. You will not come and find, oh, that they are arresting Ghanaians because they are riding through the red light or they are doing... No, no, no. We, look, obedience, I don't know any country that has issues with us. Or you don't understand when I say issues with us. I don't know any. Because when we get there, law abiding, because the law is enforced, is the leader. Is the leader. You put a bad leader there, even good people become bad. So you need to learn it. You need to learn it. Hey, Pastor, as you have come here, I've come to talk about the government. You are an illiterate. You shouldn't be in this service. Mm. No, we need to grow. We need to grow. Yeah. We need to grow. Because it is not a matter of which party is. It is like that, whichever. Tell your neighbor, we can even put KQR there. Because we are, you see, that's why you should look at it and see that it doesn't change. No matter who is there. What I'm saying is like that under everybody. And through the generations. That's why your generation needs to begin to change it. When we were your age, we never heard such things. So we also just walked in it like that. Are you in the church or you have traveled? Hey! Is it going to change when you get home? Please mm. tell your neighbor, stop chewing your brother's meat. <laughs> Rather, you better make sure that there's an equitable sharing because you have come. Something good is happening. A leader, a real leader has arrived. Hallelujah. Are you changing? Oh, I said, are you changing? When you see real leadership, you see that the people do well. Yeah, the people do well. Hey, 
me, I pray that your heart is changing because that's where it begins from. Yeah, that's where it begins from. That your heart begins to change and you begin to care about people. Not that you tell people, oh, you, you have money, we'll honor you. You, you don't have sit on the floor. That's how our leadership is. That's how make leadership. That's how you never stop eating everything. Care about somebody. Care about somebody. I want you to stand to your feet and pray for yourself. Lift up a prayer. Stand to your feet and pray for yourself tonight. Stand to your feet and pray for yourself tonight. It is a very long message and that's why I want you to get the book as you are going home. I want you to just, just read this one case, the case of Noah. It's in two chapters. Begin to study it. And say to yourself that, no, 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 I deliver myself from this thing. What? Things will not go down and be spoiled because I'm in charge. No way, no way. I'm not going to be a chair, a, 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 a what, backbencher or someone who just sits in the office. I will know what is going on. And I'll do something about it. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Hold on for me a minute. You see, because I have not had the chance to enter it well, maybe that's why you cannot see it, but I need to tell you that, you know, we are saying doom. So we, ha we have African countries that don't have light at all. They are not doomed, so they don't have light. When you get the, the best thing, the gift you can give to a person is a touch light. Yeah, they don't have light at all. Yeah. I just went to work in a certain country. I came back. Every road is made. They've done the roads. Come on, come on, come on, come on. When I got there, I was so impressed. Beautiful buildings. I was impressed until I discovered that the government own, does not own a single school. From primary to the university the only schools that are there are private what does it mean what does it mean it means that only people with money can go to school I was admiring it as I discovered that they don't have a hospital that's a hospital yeah are you there I'm just showing you the extreme forms of it there are countries in which there's another country when we land at the airport there's a very nice road the road leads straight to the president's house and that's it. End of route in the whole country. <laughs> hey. Look, I, I want to put your hand on your heart and say, Lord, do something. Please don't let me be this kind of a leader. I thank you that I'm going to be a leader in my life. Even now, I'm leading one person, two people, or at home, I have, I'm older, the, I'm the older sibling. Lord, don't let me do this kind of leadership. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Say that, Lord, this curse of harm, I break it over my life. I break its hold on my life. It will not manifest in my life. It will not manifest. I'm going to look at the things one by one, and I'm going to turn them over in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Oh yes. oh yes, begin to purge yourself of this curse and say that it's not going to settle on me, it's not going to settle on my generation. 
We're gonna do better. We're gonna do better. We're gonna do better. Rima sandala baba baba baba. Oh Jesus. Father, thank you for showing us and for revealing to us this case that is lying in the middle of the Bible. And thank you for showing us that it does not have to sit on us. We can overcome it. Let our mind be on it. I pray, Lord, that we will not let pride cloud our judgment, but we'll see it and we'll turn it over in the mighty name of Jesus. Watch over us and help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, before you can overturn a curse, you need to be under the jurisdiction of Jesus. The one whose death caused it to be such that a curse can be overturned. The Bible says he became a curse for us by hanging on the cross. He took it all. And so even before we can start to free ourselves, we need to give our lives to Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You're saying that, Lord, I'm in church, but I'm not sure that I, I know you. I'm not sure that my name is written in your book. I'm not sure, but I want to be sure. Just lift up your right hand tonight and we'll pray. God bless you. I see a hand. I see another hand. If your hand is up, just come to me and let us pray. Just come. Just come to me. Let's pray. Just come to me this evening. Just come. Don't think about your friends. Just come to me. Let's stand together. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I saw a couple of other hands. You lifted up your hand to say, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this. But I want to be sure. Just step out and come. Just come. We're going to pray a simple prayer together. Just step out and come. If your heart is beating, that's one of the signs. It means the Lord is trying to communicate something to you. Don't be worried about what anyone thinks. Just come. Think about yourself and say, I gotta sort this out. I gotta sort this out. I gotta sort this out. Hallelujah. Brother, I want you to pray this prayer after me. And if you're standing in the congregation, just join us. You want to say, Lord Jesus. You want to pray after me, Lord Jesus. I come to you tonight as a sinner. Please wash me. With your blood, cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you so much for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for this young man who comes today to just make it good with you. I pray that his life will take a turn for the better. Watch over him, preserve him, and do him good. And let him always be glad for tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-B-S-E. God richly bless you.